Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Yo, yo, yo. It's your boy, Eric. It's just me tonight, or this morning, or this afternoon, or whenever you're listening to this wonderful podcast. Kyle's not feeling well. He smashed his face into a wall on accident. It was it was on accident. He, he didn't do it on purpose. Um, but this is the Ono Disc Golf Podcast, where I will tell you all about my disc golf life and some disc golf news i decided the show must go on so here i am first time we have ever done a solo episode and we'll see how it goes see how you guys like it i'm gonna start off i watched the movie grind today as we've talked about before we came from skateboarding and uh the movie grind came across my youtube today so i decided to sit down and watch that well not sit down at work and watch that and somebody needs to make a disc golf version of it and i've already come up with some ideas for you so if you're listening and you're a movie maker of any type you don't have to be a good one because it's grind's good but it's not like it's not like a good movie you know what i mean um So call it Heiser or something like that and put in where they're following, instead of the pro tour, they're following the Terry Miller tour because Terry Miller has his own agenda and they want to get in front of Terry Miller to be seen to get famous and it would be, it'd be so funny. It'd be so good. Um, and instead of the super, it was the super duper skate team do like, uh, oh, what did I have in my head? I didn't write this down. I don't know. I'll come back to that because I don't remember that. But yeah, just uh, it's a movie about four friends who all skate together. So just literally like a movie about four disc golfers that want to make it big but can't quite get, you know, get their name out there. I was trying to think about who could play Bam Margera in the movie, and I would choose either Nico LaCastro or Calvin Heimberg, or like the Pam, the Bam Margera character, like the one that everyone wants to be and the cool, like the cool guy on campus. Um, so I'd pick those two, but he's because he's kind of a dick. And that's it, man. I don't know. There's, there's, it'd be such a funny movie. And that'd be like the perfect way for disc golf to break its way into cinema is through a movie, a comedy that is funny for someone who's outside the sport watching and equally funny and interesting for someone who's inside the sport watching. So yeah, Heiser, hopefully movie coming to the theater soon, or at least Netflix. All about disc golf. 
Um, check out our sponsors. Support the show. Check out disbaron.com. Use code 155402 for 10% off. Use code ONO20 for 20% off over at frictiongloves.com. Use code ONO for free shipping on any item at our Teespring store. A lot of good stuff. And uh, always check out our social medias, mostly Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. We are on Twitter and TikTok, but as mentioned, we don't check those too much. Um, So I had a crazy weekend of disc golf. Absolutely insane. It uh, started on Thursday. I went to Sanford for my first time ever and just absolutely got destroyed there. Um, I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast yet, but my buddy Nate and I, a uh, local, local friend to me, have a old beaten, super beaten Avenger SS that is like our trophy disc. And if you win in like 1v1 versus each other, you have to give that disc or who you know whoever has it gets to keep it and and mark another hash mark we lost that disc at sanford we threw it into a swamp well nate threw it into a swamp but to be fair i picked a really bad hole for him to throw on it for him to throw it on um and then i went to freeland after that where i played my match play 1v1 uh, local TD here, Brent Faubert. I don't know if I pronounced your name right. So if you're listening, I apologize. Um, he sets up this bracket play, match play thing where you get paired up with an opponent and, you know, uh, single elimination. But it's match play, so it's it's fun. Um, we played in Freeland, and I didn't keep score because it was just match play, but I'm pretty sure I didn't birdie a single hole. Nope, I birdied 17, and that was it, I think. Pretty sure. I did not play well. I couldn't putt. A disc golf felt so just, like, foreign to me, like holding any any disc, whether it be a putter or a driver, mid-range, whatever. It's just, like... It was like disc golf was a brand new thing. Like somebody just pulled me off the street and says, "Hey, you want to play disc golf?" It was it was just really weird. Um, so it didn't go well. I lost, uh, and I don't want you guys to think that my opponent played bad. He, didn't, he you know he played really well. His name's Patrick Enzine, and he played great. He uh, probably would have beat me even if I was on my game. Um, but you know, just that, it was was weird. And then, uh, on Saturday I had a tournament in Wix. So in Saginaw and the course was flooded, like ankle deep water through the fairways, sometimes even deeper, um, had to really change the course up for it. Uh, again, this is Brent who put it on Brent and breaking aces, uh, Always put on great tournaments. They had uh, Circle One marked with whiskers. So that's always cool. It's always fun to, you know, know exactly where you are. And I got to say, 30 feet is somehow the shortest and longest distance that I'll ever deal with. It's it's crazy. Every time I step up to a 30-foot putt, it somehow is 
is longer than I expected and shorter than I expected. It is just, it's wild to me. Um, but yeah, he, he did a good job. We had to cut out two of kind of my favorite holes, even if I don't play him well. Actually, three, three or four. Yeah, we had to cut about four out of my favorite holes. Even Again, even if I don't play them well, I still think they're fun holes to play. Um, they really made it kind of like a, not on purpose, but it really became a birdie or die course, and it already kind of is. I'm pretty sure it felt like the only times I birdied was when I was throwing my terminal velocity Ursus. Um, it just is one of those discs that when it's in my hand, I know what it's going to do, and it does it well. And I can't complain one bit about that. I don't know how to how to say it, but my, my mental game was weird. Um, so I started started round one. Not great. And I had to do everything I had to do. I had to do everything I could to fight back to get to like under par. And I just barely made it under par. So neg one for my first round. And then my second round, I started off good. Nothing like crazy, but I started off decent. I started off, you know, not taking large numbers in the first three holes. And, uh... But then I threw it all away at the end. And as I was coming down, one, two, three, I think it was like three or four's fairway. No, it was, it was, uh, it was technically two, but it was a it was a different basket, so they called it F. As I was coming down F's fairway, I was trying to just calm myself and tell myself that I just need to get the disc in the basket, move on, get the disc in the basket, move on. But I wasn't thinking about what I was doing. It was like... I knew I needed to to stay calm. I knew I needed to not freak out, but by doing that, I almost I, I like freaked out more. It's um, so I went in the last three holes. I think I went four over par. In the last two holes, I think I went four over par, and I just couldn't get my my body and my mind to act right um you, the youtuber nate turner talks about it he talks about his mental mental hiccups that he's dealt with and he says it i think in a better way but um you get more focused on your mental game that you forget to focus on your disc golf game and that's fine you, you know you need to have times where you need to calm yourself down and you need to uh you know, take care of your mental side of stuff, but you also need to know when to turn that off when you're stepping up to a shot and, and throw the best shot, like the throw, throw the shot that gives you the best chance at finishing in the less, least amount of strokes. And that's what I did. I just, my mind gave up and my body gave up. So get them next time. Just got to jump on the horse again and hope I play better next time. And then, finally, on Sunday, bringing my disc golf weekend to an end, my buddy Anthony and his family. Uh, shouts out to Suki Gang Disc Golf on Instagram link and his two daughters seeing double disc golf on Instagram, Errol and Eris. 
started a traveling league for the local local scene here and we travel to anywhere about an hour and a half from us so the first one was at freeland of course that just kicked my ass i mean just really it took my face and it rubbed my face in the dirt it really did it was uh it was tough it was a tough 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 day for me and uh i came back on sunday and i beat the everyone at the league by four strokes so it was nice to finally feel like I got my my revenge. I didn't play like lights out by any means. There were still some shots I missed, but it was nice to to get a win. Um, so now I have the number one bag tag, and now they have to come and challenge me for it. So super excited about that. He's doing the Travel League once a month. Um, I think next we're headed out to Brown City. If you are local and are interested, there is still a few spots left if case you were wanted to join. Uh, you can find us on Facebook or Instagram. Facebook, Upper Thumb Disc Golf. Instagram, just get a hold of me. Oh no, Disc Golf. Also want to give a shout out to Anthony Taylor with Happy With Par. He's doing tons of stuff to try and get himself to Worlds. So if you have the extra money, check him out and help. Let's help get him to Worlds, man. He's always doing work. Always doing something to to try and better disc golf. And... Uh, Yeah, who wouldn't want to get to Worlds? Jesus Christ, I can't speak. Uh, and coming up this weekend, we have the Music City Open. So we're finally headed towards the East Coast, which is my preferred area of disc golf. Obviously, we're not here forever, but it's nice to see kind of some more wooded golf i don't know what course it's at if i'm being honest but regardless it should be pretty wooded um super excited for it starts on friday and friday saturday and sunday um if you're curious about what i'm doing for my on your card team this week Basically, I'm building a base around uh, Matty O, Calvin Heinberg, and Caroline Henderson. And then I am fitting in whoever I can from there. Um, so on, on one team, I have Maria Oliva. And on the other one, I have James Proctor. So just... Uh, I feel like that those are consistent people. I mean, Vinny's obviously consistent. Maddie O's pretty consistent. And then Caroline Henderson, she's new, so who knows what she's going to do, but she's really cheap. So it allows me that fourth player who is a another to me another powerhouse. I'm super excited to see what James Proctor does. He has been super consistent on tour this year. Um, first time really being on tour. It's kind of cool to see him. Another one of those people who, you know, you talk to any disc golfer and 
or you know any any big disc golfer they all know him you know he's he's been a name that's been on tour for or not been on tour but been out there for a while and he's finally um is trying his trying his luck on tour uh i also want to talk about Matty o he now for his last two tournaments he's played in has had a total of a 17 stroke lead uh for winning has won his last tournament which was the 30th annual mobile championships in alabama he won that by 10 strokes and he won the tallahassee open by seven so i think he's got a good chance to come out and win the music city open uh you know he's got to be flying high he's got to be he's got to be ready to kick some freaking ass he just has to be you know there's just no no if ands or buts about it if I had a guess for a female female side, I'm just gonna throw it out there and say Own Scoggins, just cause that's who I want to see. I want to see Own Scoggins win. So we'll see. We'll see if I'm right. And since we're only about twenty minutes, not even we're sixteen minutes into the episode. I'm going to give you the top five. I prepared a top five, but I wasn't sure wasn't sure if I was going to get here because I didn't get on the mic and ramble a bunch and stretch this episode out to longer than it needed to be. But we're going to, we'll give you the top five. So uh, for my top five this week, I said the top five ways for you to clean up your local disc golf course or help keep it clean, however you want to see it. Um... This is uh, covering everything of just what's easy, and if you if you just want to do it, want to make sure it's as clean as possible. Um, so number five is if there's any large branches, you know, after a windstorm or whenever that fall down and is right in the fairway, just take take quick five seconds, pick it up, and you know you can line the fairway with it, or if you need to walk it a little bit farther, just kind of get it out of the way. Um, it's not a big deal, but it's just, you know, it's a tripping hazard if if your disc doesn't get that big skip because it gets stuck by a branch, you're going to be pissed about it later. So literally just, you know, when you're playing around or walking the course or whatever, just pick up the branch and, and move it. Number four is remind your friend discharges don't work. Um, basically just you know, don't be drawn on the benches or the tables or whatever. Or, you know, don't be stickering up the baskets or writing down your aces on everything, unless it's welcome. There is some private courses that that do want, like, your stickers. They do want your, your writing down your aces on the T sign. But if it's not, then don't do it. It's just, it looks ugly. Uh, the city definitely doesn't like it. And that makes getting courses put in just a little bit harder, you know. So if you, let's just, you know, we're talking about Cass City. Cass City signs have, has a, a, Cass City has had a horrible reputation for stuff being vandalized. So now Cass City doesn't want to put any money into the course. And it's not even the disc golfers that are doing it. But if the disc golfers are doing it, it just gives other people not a reason to want to support disc golf in general. Number three, 
Uh, Kyle knows a lot about this, and he's not here, but set up a trash round or a trash leak, you know, just reach out to your local, the local people, the local, you know, 20, however many people, and say, you know, I want to get together once a month, and we'll all bring bags, and we'll clean up the course, and then we'll play around after. Maybe it can be for five bucks, or maybe it can be for bag tags, or maybe it can just be for fun. It doesn't matter, but just put it out there you know and at the very least you're out there picking up a little bit of the trash i'm sure you'll get at least three four people out there but at the very least you did it you know and you can feel better you can go home and feel better about yourself and you can get some of that good disc karma and get yourself an ace I'm telling you every time you pick up a piece of trash builds up on that karma builds up on that karma builds up on that karma and you cash it in all in for an ace. Also, number two would be set up at least one, at least a yearly. If not, you know, you could do probably every three to four months, depending on what the weather's like. Um, but a, a cleanup day where you get everyone who comes out to your local league to come out you know and be like yeah. obviously you can't make it like a thing but if you plan it farther ahead of time um you know have people come out and one thing that always entices people is a free lunch you know if you can afford a little bit of a little thing or if you're the club club president uh find someone get some get some pizza or if you know a cook or a or a you know, maybe maybe as a disc golfer, you know somebody who has a food truck who could bring it out there and and would be willing to help out and get you guys some some cheap lunches. Um, and then of course, always finish with a round of disc golf. Anyone will show up for a round of disc golf. Number one is just trash, trash, trash. Anytime you're walking the course, whether you're playing, uh, checking something out, whatever, just when you see a piece of trash. Pick it up, put it in the trash can. Always carry an extra like Walmart bag or trash bag with you so that way if it's more than just that little bit, you can grab it and put it in and, and bag it up. And, you know, you're not going to see tremendous results in the first few times, but you keep doing it day after day or, you know, round after round, and eventually the amount of trash will drop drastically. So yeah, that is the top five ways for you to keep your local disc golf course clean or clean it up. And that's kind of all I have. That's episode 95. Short, sweet, to the point. You got to hear all about what I got going on. Um, I appreciate everyone tuning in. If you checked it out, I didn't take up too much of your time. Um, yeah. Make sure you guys tune in next week because we got a very special guest lined up. I'm not going to give out any names, but he is quite, quite the person to talk to. And I mean that in a good way. And I think you guys are going to want to hear this. So, um, again, thank you guys for listening to episode 95. We're only five away from... 100 super excited for that and uh we will see you guys next week and we'll catch you on the flip side sorry i didn't mean that as a way to make fun of kyle i'm just 
It's weird signing off by myself.